Hey, yo, Flip. Yo. I'm going to put you on some fire, man. They got this new bed wash company. They got the lotion and the, the everything. What's their name? They got a recovery room. It's What's out- the name? Maestro's, Maestro's Classic. Hey, money's up front. I'm I'll, put put you, you I'll put you on. No, you know, I'll put you on the Maestro's, sure? man. You forgot the way I brought you? You forgot where I brought you oh, up there? Oh, man. You forgot? You forgot man. about Ghost? Right, right. Who's his name? Ghost. You know again? He cool, man. <laughs> Ghost is cool, man. Yo, make sure you get your Maestro's Classic Bed Care products yes. today at Target. CVS mm-hmm. or go on maestrosclassic.com and use the promo code QueensFlip to get 10% off. 10%, that's it? I thought, it was, I thought it was free if you put your... Are you crazy? All right, I get it. Make sure you go there today. Log on maestroswithas.com. I'm from Queens. G-Money! Yo. What's up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? We back, we back again, again. Again and again. Again and again. Another one. Hard work, dedication. Floyd Mayweather. How you feeling, man? Good. I'm tired. Yeah, I was um, I was over there posted up, you know, I had a little yeah, little, little fifteen minute nap, you know, what yeah, I'm saying? fifteen minute, fifteen minute of fame, fifteen minute of fame. How you feeling though? How was your week so far? Your weekend and everything. Busy man, busy. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm still on my on my little run. You, you know, like as a DJ over the summertime is like our busiest time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I feel like this year was even more busy than usual this year. So, mm-hmm. and it's like kind of still going over now, even in September, October, hitting. It's still been kind of busy. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to Najee. I just did his birthday party. This weekend, turned thirty. El Cujay's son. Mm-hmm. So we was at the crib. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that at the crib Saturday, yeah. rocking out. Yeah. yeah, that was dope for like eight hours. Crazy. Let you me ask you a question real quick. As a DJ, there's a song that you play. Mm. Where did that song wobble? Wobble? When did that come out? Because that you know, I just got. I mean, a couple of years ago, I got put on that. What year that came out, bro? Did that come out around stepping the name of love around the same time or after? I think after. But how um, everybody know the dance, bro? Is there a video? Uh, it, it's like how the, the kids do it now with the, with these songs. Got to dance to it, and they put a video out like that. But I think this the song actually is older than what I knew it from. But I think, I think it came from Chicago. A lot of those line dances come from Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think out there it was popping before I had it, and then we caught on to it later on. But you know that that's like one of the line dances now. It's like you play electric slide, you play cha cha slide, Cupid shuffle, play the wobble. You know what I'm saying? Mostly for the black black parties. So, you know, but I'm just trying to figure out when it came out. I gotta see if there's a video, man, because I, I never like like that shit be catching me off guard, man. You can do the dance? You know how to? Hell no, I don't want to do that shit. Yeah, yeah, they hot big girls. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You know what's crazy? That's the same dude who seen that song. The dance floor, silly. The ladies gonna get silly. That song. Yeah, that's the same dude. Vic. Really? Yeah. Get silly. That's his song. That's wobble. We learn a lot every day, <laughs> but I'm excited for our next guest. Yes, you know, my weekend was okay. You don't actually my weekend. I don't really I, care too much. I, yeah, how was your weekend? It was good. I, I will inform. Now you say you don't care. <laughs> I will inform you. It was good. You don't. You don't answer too many questions when people ask you. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I don't like to, but I like them asking the questions so I can ignore them. It gives oh. me. It gives me like. I know that. That's why, that's why. I don't ask. Oh, I know you for a long time, man. Yeah, you, know you do. Did you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about this interview, man. I read the articles. Mm. We gotta get down to a lot of bottom of a lot of things. G Money, yo, episode motherfucking one eleven, nigga, we made it. it. We got a special guest. One eleven, one eleven. Special guest, mm-hmm. my man, Brooklyn, right? Yeah, Brooklyn? all day. Brooklyn, oh, oh, here you go. Uh-huh. I just see the confidence. We slow down. You was in daddy mode just now. <laughs> Don't get cocky on the couch. You was sweating, daddy mode, happy, yeah. smiling, uh-huh. in the air. My man Bad Vibes in the building. Round of applause for him again. Yeah, 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 yeah. How you doing, man? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to the platform, man. Yeah, finally. Welcome to Flip the Script, finally. What made you decide that you wanted to do an interview? 
Well, I've been following a lot of our comrades and homies mm. that have been here. Mm. Pull the mic up a little closer to you for me, just yeah. Yeah, tell me. Yeah, following. They, they know I've been you watching. Just turn it. Yeah, you don't have to lift it up. Just turn it to all you. Right. They know I've been yeah. watching and listening and all that, and contacting them. Yeah. And we've been building. You know, it's just, it's just a moment. You know, we really put out there what we really about, and opposed to what we not about. Mm. You know? We older. You know, we got the younger, the trendsetters, then the followers, and now nah, we just trying to clean it up and do what we supposed to do. As so who's men, some of your comrades you you're speaking about? Uh, you, they know who they are. They know who they are. You, you they, rather they rather leave it like that. You we, don't wanna... we we all connected. Mm. We all connected. Got you. You know we ain't seen each other in a while since we was in the mountains and all that, but we out here now. Got you. You know, building, so, growing. So, so so the name Bad Vibes. Talk about that. Where, where did that come from? Well, that was the name that was given to me like in 1990. Mm. When I, for originally I you know I got a history with street gangs and being influential in street gangs and cliques and stuff like that. Mm. But my basis, I was younger, running around with the Decepticons, and this is how I got my name from mm. there. Okay, you so know, because I'm 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 a loud presence, but I'm not a loud person. So that's where the name came from. Mm. In essence, like I'd be around people, I'd be in the in the in the room with somebody, and like they get this feeling, like, because if I'm with you, I'm with you, regardless of what we got to do, when we got to do it, how we got to do it. So, so when when you come around, people get bad vibes. Yeah, they get that. Yeah, they. Get that. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, there's the history prior to that, like right, right, right. growing up and not, you know, being no sucker or nothing like that. So. Okay, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna yeah, yeah, we're gonna, yeah. gonna jump to the, to, to the to the nitty gritty in a minute. But you know, yeah. let's go back because you know we like to up here at our podcast. We like to get to know our guests and you know get to get yeah, to, so to know know what's going on before the bad vibes and before you know the, the articles and all that type of stuff. So take us back to you know um, born and raised in Brooklyn. Yeah, Crown Heights, Franklin Avenue. Okay. Yeah. Born and raised. So how was it for you as a kid? Like, what were you um, into as a kid? What kind of stuff? What kind of kid were you growing up? I was mischievous. Mm. Very mischievous. You know, and I always like to be out and about. Okay. And stuff like that. A little hard-headed. So if I look back now, I was a little hard-headed. But the household, you you had both parents in the household? Yeah, I had both parents there. Okay. But, you know, I started suffering a lot of losses when I was younger. What? Yeah. Well, first of all, what's your ethnic background? Where your parents from? My parents is from the south. The south, okay. Yeah. But so they we, was born and raised like with the exception of my grandmother, who she just she just passed away last year. Huh? Mm-hmm. When she came to the city, it's like hey, by like three generations was born right here in Brooklyn, Best Style, Crown Heights. Mm. We've been there. So. Mm. And you said you suffered a lot of losses as a kid. What are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? I mean, my parents are gone. My grandmother just gone right before I came home from prison. Uncles are gone. Aunt gone. I mean, I got my aunt still. Like, it's just very few of us. It's really me. I got a twin sister. So mm-hmm. it's just like me and then the generations of their kids, my brother kids, which he's deceased too. Hmm, wow. So it's like they kids, kids, and things like that. It's the generation I came out here for. But I got them, though. It's a little, little, you know, headache sometimes because they're younger, mm-hmm. and it take a little bit more to listen to them. But look at them though. But your parents were around when you when you were younger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, mom's passed away when I was fourteen, so my pops passed when I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. So from then on, it's like 
That's is, is your yeah. So so before they passed, you you were kind of a you said mischievous, but you were kind of like a yeah. I was very obedient though. Mm-hmm. Like me and my mother, that was that was my girl. Like right. Like my mother, when when she gone, I just kind of lost it. Yeah. So you was in the because I read articles like you was in the streets like so your mother passes away. Um, who you living with then? You living with your dad? No, my dad was in prison at the time. Hmm. See, it's 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 kind of sketchy. Like my pops went to prison in '84. I was ten years old. So like four years after that, he was doing seven years. Four years after that, is my mom passed away. Mm-hmm. 88, three years after that, he wound up passing away in prison. So it's like. What did he go to prison for? He he was doing burglaries and stuff like that. You know, doing his little hustle, whatever he's doing. And he got knocked when I was mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. And he went upstate, he never made it out. So How did he pass away in prison? He was sick. He was real sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how I found out was crazy, but. That's another story. You can't, don't make it another story. Tell All us right, a I'll story. tell you a story. I was in, What's up with you, I was man? in the box. Nah, I'm good, I'm good. I was in I was in the, in the box doing my little box time. So if you want to get correspondence with family, you know, like you got to go through the council to get permission and all that. So mm-hmm. I did that, I went through the process. But when he came, the counselor came to my cell, he's like, yeah, I don't know if you know. And I'm like, well, know what? It's like the person, your, your father, he's listening to the Department of Corrections being deceased. So I'm like, what? Well, it threw me. I ain't gonna frost in the front of my cell. It threw me right to the back. I'm like, let's get away from my cell. And I flipped out, like, awesome, yo, get out of here. Like, but I wind up writing home, getting a visit, and found out that it was true. Because nobody's just gonna tell me nothing, and I'm gonna believe it. But I did find out eventually it was true. But wow. that was, that's a whole nother. Stop saying a whole nother story. Cause anytime you say it's a whole nother, we're going to ask you to get into it. <laughs> right. Don't say it's a whole nother. Every time you say a whole nother, if it's, uh, don't, uh, long story, don't make it short. Tell it the best way you can. Don't right. say it's a whole nother. So you find out your father passed away, but before that, you were in the street in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the first homies you started to, as a kid, do you remember the first trouble you started getting into? Yeah. I was mainly the person that went in the neighborhood, when they get into neighborhood beefs and, you know, people from Flatbush or other side of the town and all that, they come get me. But how they know to come get you, though? Like, what, what made them come get you? I mean, I had a reputation in my neighborhood. Mind you, that's my neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was born and raised there. I don't foot everybody in every access on the Ave, around Franklin Avenue, Notion Avenue. I, I've, been, I've been around for, as a kid. And now, you got to think about my bases there. My great grandparents there. My grandparents there. I know everybody. Right? Mm. Mm. Wow. So, so the fighting and stuff hap- started to happen before your mom passed, or what? yeah, it was in grace. You know, you know, you're younger, and you get your little neighborhood squabbles and all that, mm. and it was stuff like that. Okay, but I just wouldn't stop. Like I wanted to fight everybody, since you and I got bigger and stronger and all that. Right, was, right. You know how that go. So yeah, my four G. Now get so um, so. The, your friends in the neighborhood knew you from that already. Mm-hmm. So now, it's at a point now where you just kind of like to get into the, the, the situations. Like yeah, they, they, they'll I, come I was, get you because you I, like I was the, attracted to violence. Yeah, high velocity. Yeah. Hmm. What was your first crime that you did? Like, when did you do time? Because you know, like you said earlier about the Daily News articles, you said some of it is not true. But 
What was the first thing that you got caught for doing? As a kid? As a kid. And w- before you answer that, when did you, you join the Decepticons? You were part of them? or you? Yeah, I was a part them? of them. They yeah. got to, you know, they got to initiate you in and all that. And before that, like, I knew a lot of them. Before mm. they formed that, that clique back in the days, I knew a lot of them. So it came to me as like, yo, it's always like, yo, you want to be, I'm like, yo, nah. And I was always out doing stuff with them. So eventually I'm like one day I'm saying, you know what? They got a, a process that they call as a test. They have a bunch of dudes surrounding you. You be right in the middle and you got to fight your way out of that. Or either gonna hit the floor, fight your way out and all that. What year you joined the DCEPs? That was 1990. 1990 you joined the Decepticons. Mm-hmm. And what year did Decepticons w- was formed? 86. 80. Yeah. He checked his head, no. Supreme shook his head, no. Well, yeah, Supreme, don't, 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 don't hide. <laughs> you shook your head, no. You can't do that. We don't do that. Just say the year. What year? 85. 85. I'm off for you. Oh, for you. Oh, yeah. You know, like, three or four years. Did you know any of the original <laughs> members of that started it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you knew you knew some of the original members that started Decepts. Yeah, um, I heard of a name. Is Rumbles is that a right name? I don't know if I'm saying if it's a Rumble. Guy. I think they might said that or that might. You got be. two Rumbles though. You got a big one and you got a small one. Okay, the what? rich. The well, you got the big one. They said one is an original one. I don't know. They're probably both original. I don't know. That's what I'm asking. One is older and one is no. Nah, I wouldn't say it's really an age thing. You know okay. what I'm saying? But it's one rich the rum is from Fort Green. Okay. That's killer people. That's just kill little brother and all that. Mm-hmm. Then you got the other rumble down there in Prospect. Mm-hmm. I met them back in the days and all they So the D <laughs> Don't do that. The Decept mm-hmm. so the Decept you joined the Decepticons and, and what was sort of the, 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 the movement then? What was the point of Decepticons? Do you know? It was just more about a bunch of young people grouping together, hanging out protecting each other and just bonding as you know as as youth and adolescents and stuff like teenagers and stuff like that mm, mm, yeah. mm. and um you joined the decepts what happened when they initiated you tell us when you was in the middle of the well of i the... said unprecedented i said a precedent that was un i don't think to this day was ever established oh okay stop it I'm telling you that because when you in the, I don't gotta sit up here and tell no story. I I know, but But I'm telling you is that when you when you go through these initiations, what they call tests and all that, the Mm -hmm. stories is well now. I am sitting up here telling you nothing that's not true. Mm. You sold to be in the middle when they initiate you. You sold to be no weapons involved. With me, it was that type of situation. When I started receiving a bunch of punches from the back of my head and all, I pull out a razor and cut up about four of them in a circle. And they started spreading and scattering and scattering, and that was like the end of that right there. So what happens when when you do that though? Because you said it's supposed to be no weapons, right? Yeah, but so, I'm not gonna. Me as a person, not as a Decepticon, I'm not gonna sit there and sustain no mm. kind of abuse by no no man, woman, or beast. It's not gonna happen. Mm. And they ain't knew this because before I got with them, this is the the precedent that I set. Mm-hmm. I was running around doing that, thugging and bugging, cutting, slashing, beating and jumping, and I was doing that. So because of your rep, you, you get a pass, I guess, for that initiation process, how you did it? They, they didn't, like, penalize you or anything, you know, like? No. 
too good. I'm not saying that arrogantly, but no. Now, actually, actually, it put like a. <laughs> it put like a a a respectful obedience into everybody that was a part of that. And it also got them knocking on my door a little bit more because they know when I'm gonna go, it's not gonna be no no mm-hmm. smack pot pat. You know, it ain't gonna be that. Right. So the people who got initiated after you, did they did they feel like they had, they try to do what you did or they just? He said nobody never did that, so they didn't try to emulate you. Nah. Mm, interesting. Because you know it started changing after a while, so it wasn't about the basis or the process or the procedure to become a part. Mm. Now you could just pull anybody and bunch of dudes. I'm not with all that. Numbers don't impress me like that. Mm. So, let's go to it. So, you did that. People know to come to you because you're putting in that pain. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes to putting in that pain, and that was a young fool. Like the shit. Yeah, I that's did. The, but that's what we want to know. Like, and, and, and you're, you know, because I, I, we could tell that I could just sense by you coming in the room and your energy that you you cool, man. Like you know, what I mean, you you know hey, that's your past. Yeah, no, no, his energy is cool. Pardon me, pardon me. You know, using your lines, but you know, your energy is 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 cool and humble. But you know, those be the guys that you got to watch yeah, out for. Yeah, yeah, those be the guys you got to yeah, watch out for. Historically and currently, and probably futuristically, you got to watch people that loud and obnoxious people. They ain't no threats to nobody but themselves. Because hmm. all you gonna That's do right. is reveal what you think, how you think, and now I don't have to sit here and try to understand how you think. You know. I know how would you talk too much. Man. Respect. No. Respect. That's my motto. I don't do too much of that. Like, personally, I don't, no. Mm. Yeah, you, so now you in the streets, you put it in the work. Um, what was, like I said, as a minor, as not a minor, as a child or a teenager, teenager, what was, like, your first crime that you did that could, you know, what you got locked up for? Because it said in the newspaper that you got locked up for a gun or weapon charge. Yeah. yeah, so tell I us. I got caught for a gun. I think, I, matter of fact, I was going to Four Green Projects mm-hmm. and being out for Crown Heights, I wound up taking the train mm-hmm. and got off the train. I think somebody offended me, which I look back at it now. It wasn't no offense where I got a flash of a gun on a person, but they offended me, and it was like right there by the turnstile. J. C. Burrow Hall, I never forget, it's around Christmas time too. Cause I I remember when I was when they police would bring me out to the, the train station, put me in the paddy wagon. I heard people screaming like, "Ah, you stupid motherfucker! It's Christmas time. You gonna miss Christmas." Mm. And I felt that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, "Wow!" But getting back to the story, I wound up flashing the gun on a person. They wound up running down the, the police station and bagging me. Mind you, that's downtown Brooklyn. So if something like that happens, you know they automatically is like right there. So. What did the person say to you? I think they it was a look or some it was a nasty distasteful look and I returned it, they returned it. Mm. And I just let them know, listen, it's not you know, some silly yeah. young <laughs> shit like. Mm. Who does that? Like who gonna sit there and flat like So so you go, you do the time, how much you get how much you get sentenced for that? I did six months on the island for that. Six months on the island. Yeah, that's my first time I got like I got arrested. They gave me like a youthful offender thing and told me to do six months and five years probation. And how was it on the island for you as a, as a teenager? It was, it was crazy. That was my first time going through that. Now I heard about it because other people, older people from the neighborhood, they went through it. But I, to go through it and hear about it is two different things. And we talking about 90. The 90s on Rikers Island was, was absolutely bananas. If you ain't survive, you wasn't surviving, period. Now, I don't care who you was, 
how much you got, where you was from, you know. Did you go through a lot of trouble in the beginning on the island? Somewhat, because I know a lot of my peers from the neighborhood, from you know, from Bed-Stuy and all that. So it's like when they send me to C-74, it's like even though it's the gates there, it's still like the streets as far as how dudes do what they do and, and deal with people that they deal with. But it was like a whole different experience. But I didn't stay too long. Mm. It was only six months. But it wasn't a lesson I learned. Well, when I finished my bed just now, it was a lesson I learned. Them little smacks on the wrist, six months, a year, two years, you don't feel that. You know, you don't feel that. You can get lost in doing whatever before you know you're back out the door. So. How much times have you been sentenced before you did the real time? I was sentenced twice. So the first one was for the gun, for and the then what was the second one? Second one's for for cutting somebody up at Prospect Park train station. What happened? Can you tell the story what happened that day? Yeah, we was, uh, I think we was going up to Lincoln High School. It's a bunch of us. It was like at least about 18 of us. And that's what we do. We Decepticons, we go make sure, pick each other up from schools or wherever they are, we go pick them up. I think we went up to Lincoln. And on the way back, you know, we was up there chilling on the way back. No, it was Grady. On the way back, we ran into some low lives. Oh, they was perpetrating low lives, gonna find out. They wasn't no real low lives, because it wasn't like that with us and them. But we ran into one of them, this shit just got crazy, and I just went over there and just started chopping the dude on the train, got off the next stop, Botanical Gardens, went to the crib, like, two months later, individuals that was with me wound up telling the police, the detectives, that I the one that did. So they came to my crib and got me, and I went upstate for two years. So wait, so the person that got cut told? Yeah, he told. And, and then he told on individuals that was with me. And, and then the individuals told on me. Mm. These people were part of And see, it's crazy is because where I, where I used to live at, on Franklin Avenue on Pacific Street, mm. everybody knew that's where my crib was at. Now, they didn't know the address. It was crazy because I read in my DD5s later on how they caught me is that when they was taking these dudes, like Atlantic Avenue, you got to go to Bookings. You got to go shoot past night. You got to pass my house. Mm. I don't care how you driving or if you're you blind, you're going to see my crib. And it said in the DD files that while they was taking the guy to the uh, Central Bookings, he said, the guy that did it lives right there. Cause my building is right there. You can see it. It's right there. Uh-huh. It lives right there. So it wasn't nothing for them to just look it up and just come get me after that. These are not guys that was a part of the D-Sets with you, yeah. though. Hmm. Yeah. Did you stop being part of DCEPs after you was told on? When I turned blood, when I went in prison, I can't serve two masters or two gods. Respect. And that was something that was like when I was younger. And mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm grown, I'm not with that. So and it's a bigger cause. So you got, you got, so you, uh, you cut the guy, they tell on you. Mm-hmm. No, they... The guy told on them. them they and, got caught. Yeah, and they, and told, they told on me. Right. Yeah. Got you. Okay. Right. You find out who told on you. You know right. who told on of you. Of course. I know okay. You find out. Um, you get two years. You don't join any gang at the nope. time yet. Still Decepticon. Okay. Buzz wasn't there. We talking about 90 to like 92 was when I went upstate and when I, I came home. And how was it upstate? Like, what were, you, what were your trial and tribulations while being upstate? Well, I was, that was my first time also upstate. So, then I had a little bit of time. I was I was turning up, you know, a little, little something. But I said, I'm, I'm about to be out of here. So mm. I wound up coming home after that. Mm. I didn't really do too much. I just did my time. I think I did like 
10 months in the box out of the whole bid. Why did you go in the box? Fights cutting somebody or some some silly shit like that. More than likely, it was someone cutting somebody. Cut everybody, bro. What's up with you, man? <laughs> so that's that was my sick part of me growing up and developing. It had to come up out of that. I was I heard a lot of people, and I don't say that to be proud. Right, of course. I heard scarred and maimed a lot of people, and I don't I don't look at that as being proud. Mm. You know, but that was my thing. It's like violence. The violence was like my thing. Right, but can you, before, yeah. before you hold can you break down why though? Before we gonna get to the bed, but can you break down why? What was in your mind? What what motivated you to hurt people, to cut people? Mm. What was what gave you that thrill? Was it a thrill? Was it thrill seeking? Was it seeing people in pain? Was it like what made you hurt people? Honestly, it was it was a thrill. It was a thrill. Also, it was it was an ego thing too with me. It was like an ego thing, like don't disrespect, don't violate. Let's keep it respectful, keep it cordial. But you start getting stupid and being extra on some ghetto shit, then we will show you how it's done, and you can't win. It's not you're not gonna win. Hmm. It's gonna hurt because a person, I mean, a real person that's strategic in what they do will never tell a person when they're going to do it. And that's how a lot of people lose. I mean, I won't say nothing. And before you know it, you'd be on your shoulder or, or whatever. Like, hmm. So it's it's like that. I won't say nothing. Yo, so why the, like, why the cutting? You know, like, uh, did, did, did someone else? Uh, that came from jail. Like, with me, that came from jail. You know, in the island back right, then, right. it was just cut, 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 cut. And I picked up, I bought that out of prison and started giving it to people on the street. I used to just do crazy shit like that. Mm. You know, like I see a person I don't like, or I'm, I might have had an issue before and, you know, act like we cool. Yo, what's up, yo? Throw my arm around and pop them. You know, stupid, crazy shit like that. Mm. You know, send them to the hospital. You know, it's crazy shit like that. Have you seen anybody that you cut, like, as an adult? Yeah. <laughs> and, and what do they say? Don't say anything. Like, what, what is it to say? Mm. It's nothing to say. Do you gonna do something? But it ain't like that. Mm. It might sound crazy, but maybe I did it right. Whereas it won't be nothing done at that. Oh, hold up. So you trying to say that you cut people? And instill fear because the yeah. way you cut them yeah. instill the fear that they yeah. don't mess with you. Yeah. Because not only that, but in my I'm almost, I'm always gonna relate it to my sick phase. Mm-hmm. In my sick phase, when I bring it, I'm bringing it. It's not gonna be soft. It's not gonna be nothing. It's either all or nothing. Hmm. Either I'm gonna do it or I'm not. And ain't gonna, I'm not gonna keep my foot on the gas. And I'm not gonna do that. Hmm. Break and break and I'm not do Wow. And real quick to ask you a question, when did you start, do you have any regrets about doing it? A whole lot. And when did you start to have these regrets? It's crazy, because I talk about, to my media circle, I talk about that to like my wife and close families. I'm like, yo, like, because you know, life ain't ain't easy out here. And it's always something or somebody that's gonna provoke that side of you. And I've been doing good. Flip, like I've been doing good out here. As far as holding my head, 
and not reacting on spare moment. Like I, I be looking at situations. Sometimes I gotta fan myself down. Like you know what, it ain't worth it. Mm. And I think for me and the person, I'm like you know what, you don't even know how right now. You don't know if I'm wait two hours. You don't know if I'm gonna come out here three twenty in the morning and come creep on you. You don't know me, man. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> you don't. But you want to provoke a situation that you're gonna lose. Can I be honest with you? And mm-hmm. uh, respect, because you know I like you. Um, I can see a lot of. And this might sound crazy because I watch a lot of people. You know, we interview a lot. Yeah, of I know that. People. I know. But I see a lot of pain in your eyes. I don't know if you understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. And when I mean pain, it's like. But you see, is what it is. Yeah, but I mean pain. Mm-hmm. It's not like pain with. It's like pain where you've been through a lot. I can see it. I can see it in your eyes. The seriousness, your mannerisms, your aura. I mean, only when you holding the baby. You know your whole mood change. You know what I'm saying, and then mm-hmm. it goes back. So that that's a beautiful thing. I mean, they say life, yeah. you know, brings come happiness. Back, yeah. Come back in three, four, four circle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's a blessing. That's why you know what I mean. But I can see the seriousness. I can see pain in your eyes, man. You must have been, been through, through a lot. lot. I've been through. I mean, I ain't here to solve story. I don't want the city or whoever's you know flinging those sympathy cards. I don't do none of that. I burn them. I don't do nothing with none of that. Mm. But I've been through a lot. Like the story, this is the platform. Is here. We want to know all of it. We want to know all of it. The, the the thing is, the first one, one thing we want to know. I was talking to G Money earlier. Was mm-hmm. about um. It says in the what, what did they say in the newspaper, the Daily News. G as far as what he did. That's part of the the, the business part. That's, that's what I'm saying. Not, 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 not there yet. Not, we, not we there yet. But we talking <laughs> about the part with with the lady. The lady in it. The, the, yeah. the robbery. Yeah. Take us to that day, if you remember that that, that well, day with the. They said you robbed death. the lady. The newspaper said that you robbed the yeah, lady. I, 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 and you I shot robbed the lady and took a purse and shot the lady and all that. First of all, I was not in prison for shooting a lady. Number one, mm-hmm. my victim was a male. My victim was a Jamaican male, West Indian male on Lincoln and Notions. What caught my case at? Mm-hmm. It was not no lady. All that stuff about them said is is slander, because they got me described as a pint sized inmate. I ain't mm-hmm. never been pint size. I'm six <laughs> three right now, about two forty. I've never been no pint size anything. I always been like growing up younger. I was tall and slim. Well, I've always been tall. There's no tall. There's no short people in my family. The shortest people in my family, my grandmother probably like five ten. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they put that, I'm like, like. But the media, you know how these, you know these mainstream media, they'll tell you anything or say whatever they want to say, but. I don't know. Uh, bring us back to that day, like G actually. Bring what what happened that day? Well, I went to, I went to stick somebody up. Yeah. I went to stick somebody up on Lincoln and Ocean that night. And it's crazy because it was my wife. Like not even an hour before I just went upstairs, got my gun, and got on some bullshit. Why? Yeah. What happened? I don't know. I was just wow. <laughs> she I said just, she said no. It had something to do with her. Nah, that's our old. That's our old little inside joke and all that. Because I was, I was trying, I was trying to bag my wife that night, and she was trying to hear me. Oh, oh see, she see Kirby and hold on, hold on. So you said wife? I, I'm thinking that you already was together. with No, her. no, me and my okay. wife got history. Me and my wife go back over 20 years, man. Oh, hold on, yeah, it's my wife. That's man. why she was waving her hand the whole. Can, 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 can we get, yeah. can we get the story? <laughs> all right, can we get the story? Just yeah. tell us what happened, please. She said well, it's okay. She gave it. She gave it. She gave it. Cool sign. All right, the night. <laughs> all right, the night. The night we was we was we was chilling. 
in the neighborhood. We was chilling in the neighborhood. She's she you know, she a little further up, a couple blocks up. So she's down on my side, we chilling, talking and all that. I'm trying to take upstairs and bust her ass and all that. You know what's happening? She's like, like I kinda knew she wasn't that type of girl, but I said maybe she a crack. <laughs> uh, maybe if she didn't. So I had to put something else on my agenda for that night. Did some dumb shit and got locked up. Really? Yeah. Facts. So yeah. were you mad at her? Was that your first time meeting her? Or I you don't know. Ready? I used to go up in her crib. Me, her family, sisters, all of us be cool. I had keys to the crib and all. I used to come up there late nights, go up there, chill with them and all. Me and her family, that's my family, man. Like, but you just you just couldn't. You just, that night, with all due respect, you couldn't get what you nah, wanted. Nah, she wasn't trying to hear that. So then, you know me, because that's a lot of testosterone inside. Yeah. Now, now mm -hmm. it's <laughs> So you went to go book somebody. Mm-hmm. And did you know the man you booked? No. I knew what they had in that 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 African sculpture shop. I knew they was selling crazy bud and busting mad moves in there. And I was coming to get them. So tell us what, what made you Well, he resisted. When I threw the drop on him with the gun, he spent and like tried to like spin off. And with me at that time, with the way I was, he resist the book, you gotta get it. Hmm. So I gave it to him. So you're saying that if he would not have resisted. No, I wouldn't have shot him. You wouldn't have shot him. No. But that's a fool to do something. Like, my gun is real. I'm real. The situation going to be real. Either you respect this or you're going to be disrespected by this. The game is not a chance. I don't care who you are, how courageous you are. If it's who get who first. So when I, I got the drop on you, what you going to do? You going to spin off it. I don't know if he's spinning off the reach for your gun. Yeah. I, I don't know. So Did he get shot four times, like they said? Well, he got shot three. A lot of that is not true. They Even when I was going up for my parole appearances, they got that all in the uh, pre this preliminary reports. He was shot this this many times and all that. I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, that's not true. But it's not like I could sit in front of the commissioner saying, what's the difference between shooting a person four times versus three times? Mm -hmm. You shot him. You shouldn't have shot him at all, but you shot him multiple times. Yeah. So did you get away with the items? Did you were you able to get Nah, cuz he when I when I accosted him, when I came up on him, they knew what it was. So he like when I like went to throw the hammer on him, he like spent off and like and I just gave it to him. Ooh. What's crazy is that how I got caught, it was bad timing. Because I'm around the corner on Lincoln and Ocean. The police I knew I learned later on is right there parked at the light. So when they heard the shots, all they did was just spin around the corner and see me leaving on a bike. Mm. So he didn't tell on you? Mm -mm. Not that, not right then and there. But he ended up telling he you? He ended up telling me. Because they chased me down. I went out trying to throw the gun. They chased me down, caught me. They brought me back to the scene of the crime for the identification. Because wow. he was already getting taped up. He had... um. Shit, the EMS had the thing on his neck, taping up, cutting his clothes off him, but he ID'd me right there. Really? Mm -hmm. um, did you cop out or you went to trial? I went to trial. Because they had this whole description messed up. I had like a cream low shirt on, black pants, some construct Tims on. I think it, this back there, I had like a cream or something, guest headband or something on. They had none of that, right? And I had them little stupid braids in the article. Mm. That's the same night I got arrested, that same yeah, outfit. Yeah. I had them little stupid ODB braids in my hair back then and all that. Coolio. Coolio yeah, the Coolio joint. Coolio, Coolio. Coolio joint. I had that. Wow. And they said I was out. I, I had no hair, no facial hair. The whole ID was off. I still on the blowing. Hmm. So I lost my trial. Did he come to court? Was yeah, he? He came to court. Really? Yeah. 
Right, he was he was in court. Gay in the court? No. I don't even think he was over here legally enough. It was just so many red Yo, areas. Chill. No, I'm that. telling you, no, you said that. On, because they kept having to disclose certain stuff. They didn't want to disclose certain stuff. Then he had a record, and then they trying to hide a balance with me. I'm like, hmm. it was crazy. How long was the trial? Did the trial go for? My trial was like four days. Got my verdict in like an hour. They didn't believe me. So. How long you got? 12 and a half, 25. Okay. Mm. Now, convicted, you go on an island. What make you join? Okay, so you convicted, you go on an island now. You go on the island when you convicted, or they, they don't see you straight up. No, no they'll see you straight up. No. I was already on an island. So you're on an island. So now, you convicted. Where does the turn up happen? Well, a lot of them. A lot of them guys I knew before. Like I told you, we was younger before OG Mac and all this blood stuff came over here. The nation came over here. It's like, I knew all of these guys. I knew Magoo. Me and Magoo was coming through, Ty Guns, Tankhead, Ungan, being, I could name the list, list, but I could keep going. So mm. we was all there, thugging and bugging. So. Hmm. So you're on the island, thugging and bugging. Um, when do you do you remember any particular incident? Why you joined Blood then? Well, they tried to get me for a while. It's crazy. It was like, yo, come over, come over, come over to the shine, come over, because I'm putting it on. And I know a lot of them. And I'm not Blood, but they had a association with people that wasn't Blood, but they was associated with being like 50-50 love. Bulletproof. They was like comrades. They not officially, but mm -hmm. this is what I was at first. You know, we got to put in pain. I'm with you because you my man and all that. But at the same time, I'm still on my decep thing for a while. I'm like, yeah, I'm not with that. I'm already a part of something. Mm -hmm. And then there came a time where I just divorced myself from deceps and then I turned blood. What's the process for that? Like, you know, for for you to you say divorce your um the on um, deceps. I mean, I just, just, I just disaffiliate myself with them like I don't I don't represent them no more mm. so is that simple to, to just to leave out like that yeah well, well what's the repercussions like it, I don't, it's, I don't no know. it is no repercussions okay. I'm not this anymore like mm. this is something that's I outgrown this is something I was doing when I was 16 I can't do that same thing at 30 or 25 it's a different cause right you know it's this is something different than what this is so who brought you home though? Like they said, who brought you? Who? Wise Red put me home. Wise Red, okay, and these are like some of the first homies. So they said that um, <laughs> they said in the article that you were, I guess, a Bing monster. I guess we could say. I'm gonna say no Bing monster. Monsters live out of the Bing. I don't know about no Bing. That's the other way around. Monsters do shit to go in the Bing, and they don't mm. stay. That's the other way around. But that's. Something else. Well, <laughs> I wasn't no Bing monster. I, I was doing stuff to go to the Bing. Yeah. Oh, you was doing stuff to go to the, to yeah. the Bing. You can't get away with everything in, in, in a closed and confined environment. Hmm. They're going to see something or something. Eventually, they're going to learn what happened and you have to be penalized. Did you have issues with the Latin Kings or yeah. Hispanics as yeah. well? How was it with Before that? Before I was blood, it was like, it was, it was disgusting how they did it. 
they had the numbers. They was already a large group of people. They was already connected. They was already running shit and running over everything. It was disgusting. The way they was doing it was racial. It was everything. And how they used to, how they got the upper hand over us as blacks and the oppression and all that silly shit they was doing mm. is the language. We don't speak Spanish. Most of us, if we not Spanish, we don't know what the hell you're talking about. You start talking that to me the end day and da 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 da. Right. I know what you're talking about. At the same time, you might be going to sit four or five dudes to get me because what? I'm not Latin King? Uh, that, that was, it was disgusting. This, yeah. So, you, so, so, do you believe that the the uh, Latin kings and um... not all of them? I can't say all of them are racist, but it's a thread of that. Okay. In inside of that, yeah. they said that they got treated bad as well, though. Yeah, and they lost that war. Yeah, they got treated very bad. No, I mean initially before the war, they got treated bad. Mm. No. I don't know about that. By the Muslims, some of the Muslims. I don't know about that. That's, that's a topic for debate. I, I don't know about that. I know there was not a time when I'm talking about 93 to when we started just fading them out, phasing them out and fading them out. 93 to 97, 98, they was crazy. And we was always the minority. It would be six of us against 30 of them. And we we get busy. We we let them know. This is six. And we felt like six hundred though. How we bought it to. They said Magoo was Latin King before. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> your face. They said Magoo was Latin King. Magoo <laughs> will tell you that himself. He was Latin King. Oh, he would. Mm, he'll tell you. And um, he stopped being Latin King for whatever reason. Was there any Latin Kings at the time that you respected that that put in work? Did you say yo? You know, he put a lot, them, of, a lot of them. A lot of them is not bitches and punks and just take it and run and hop over and try to. Yeah, a lot of them is, is a lot. They, they definitely stand up. Mm. Respect. Um, So they call you the Bing's Angry Kings. Well, that's all of us. That's me, Ali, Wildcat. That's Magoo. They tweet about a bunch of us. Yeah. yeah, I see Wildcat. So they said that you were, you were the first inmate to break out of the mittens yeah what is the mittens oh the mittens is it's like a canvas like cup where the cuffs goes around you it goes through the loops of the mittens and your hand is like an elongated cuff only thing you can move around is like your head is in a cup and they keep them together and they go around you with the waist chain and the shackles on your feet why did they put you? Why did they put you in the mittens? Why did they put you in that? Cutting up people and stuff like that, Latin kings, Nietas, Muslims, and stuff like that. Muslims too. Yeah, we 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 went to war with everybody. We didn't just took over the system like that, just by cutting up some Latin kings. No. Do you remember like so? Were you around for the first when Bloods first started? Or yeah. I'm one of the ones that set the that, that paved the way for this. Yeah. Word? I'm quiet with it. My presence is loud, though. Bad vibes is, yeah, I've helped pave the way for that. Who was some of the, you know, because you really don't call names, so. I could yeah. I could call the names. The names can call me, too. But I'm yeah. just saying, because I don't, not into all that paparazzi type shit Respect, like that. respect. But, yeah, all of them, CK, Mac, you want to name them, names you heard, that I, S.I., Goo, we could just go, we could go. Mm -hmm. That's my bluff. That's my family right there, man. 
Mm-hmm. And you was part of nine trades, well? Yeah, nine trades. Yeah. So the first joint. Mm-hmm. All right, so they put you in the mittens. Now, break this. Tell us how you broke out of the mittens. Oh, first time I got went outside. We was outside chilling. We refused. They they tried to leave us outside for like forty minutes. We sort of get an hour wreck, according to systematic rules. They tried to play us, so we just stuck the yard. We know we gonna stay out here all fucking night. I want to act stupid. We don't act stupid. So we just out there chilling. You know, we brotherly. Like well, I, it's not. I gotta worry about nobody snaking me or this is my brother. We all out there in the yard in the in the wreck cage with barbed wire around it. And it's locked. We all locked in there. And we out there all night just chilling on each other. Just chilling like like brothers. We all chained down and everything. But we find make ourselves comfortable. We chilling out there on the floor. So I just start I just start thinking, using my mind. I always had a mind regardless of what I'm doing. So I started scraping it on the floor. I said, This is gonna come off. So I scraped it off and made a little hole. So I just kept doing it, kept doing it. Then when I when the canvas part came off of the mittens, I see that it's a cup, but it's the little thread, you know, like the little thread going around to keep the cup sane. Mm. So I just start biting the little thing, took it off, whole shit fell apart. Boom, I just folded over the cups. And I was like, yo, when we go in, I'm gonna tear something up with these on. So wait, hold up. So they put the mittens on you to go outside? Yeah. Every time you come out of that cell, you're going to have mittens on you. Yeah, every time. I don't care if you're going to see a doctor with two minutes to take your temperature. You're going to have them shits on. You're not coming out that cell without them And that's legal? That was legal? That's Department of Corrections policy. That's for anybody who who, who was cutting yeah. people. If you if you threatened red ID and they, you just a problem, mm. yeah, that's how you coming out. How many people? They get you? worse than that upstate, though. Huh? It get worse than that upstate. Are we going to? How many people did you cut before you got the mittens on the islands? Honestly, I don't even know. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Did you I, cut any COs or anything? Nothing like that, right? I don't think I cut a C. I think I smashed a C on the face with a tray, and it cut him on this eye. I don't think I. Now I ain't go out of police and just boom him like that. Nah, but I think he's talking stupid. And they had like a tray. He gave me the tray. He was talking stupid. And I just smacked the shit on the tray, where they, it cut him. So, so you, you, so being they said that you're the first person. So you got out the mittens, then what happened? Walk us through it. You got out, you bit it off, and then walk us through what happened next. All right, we came inside. We we so came. they didn't know what's off. Yeah, they we know what's off. No, no, no. Because they got it. They got to take it off before. Like when you come back in from the yard, they got to take all that shit off you so you go back inside the cell. Mm-hmm. So they they're gonna see that it's 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 destroyed. What was their reaction when, 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 once they saw it? They ain't gonna fuck about none of that shit because yeah, okay. nothing happened. Mm. They ain't care about none of that. But they wrote it down because they have it in the paper. Yeah, they wrote it down. Yeah, but they don't care about none of that. They didn't want, they think was a hands-off policy with us because they know if they fuck one of us, they got to get it with all of us. Mm-hmm. We all coming. But they, they ain't fucking away like that. Nah, they ain't, they ain't care about that. <sighs> this is right because I don't know what we talking about. I don't care about that. How many minutes that you got out of before? That was the first time. I got out of the second time in the courthouse, in the court building. Tell us. Oh, then I know how they first started that policy with putting the mittens on people. Mm-hmm. And it's like out of the top first 10 people, I was like probably two or one that they started putting shit on. Because he was talking about it before they did it. Y'all keep cutting. We, we got something for y'all. Nobody was worried about none of that. But 
Then I know how they put them on you when they search in the morning coming out. I put it on you. I kept a, a flat piece of a rug cut up between my fingers. Or they tell you, listen, put your, put your hands there, put it down the thing, now relax your fingers. So when I did put my hands in, they'll know I got a rug cut already in my hand. So I get there, I go to Brooklyn Supreme Court, we get down to Adams Street, I get there, they put me in the bullpen and leave me like that. And I just start cutting my way out of the mittens. Just cut my way out of them. And the same thing before, I just took them, folded them over the cuffs. So they'd be out of my way with my hands, folded them over the cuffs, and got busy. Well, you got busy in the bullpen? Yeah, well, I, I had to e it in the pen, yeah. Enemy, uh, blood enemy, had a had a record in the pen right there. Yeah. The Puerto Rican you talking about? Yeah. Oh God! So you had to, you had to, you had to get at him. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to go to court. I just, as soon as I seen him, was that's how it was. It was that's how we had that island like that. Like soon on site when we see you, it ain't. I don't care where it's at, who it is, or nothing. It was nasty. What happened when you cut him in a bullpen in the courthouse? They was fucked up about that. They they ran in there. It's like, hold on, because that's like a pen. Like, they figure everybody's in there in chains with those mittens, and then you got shackles on your ankles. You're not doing nothing to nobody. So when they get the cold and they respond to that pen and they start seeing shreds of the mittens, you got to realize, come on, they they was bugging out off that shit. But the guy that you cut, he didn't tell, did he? But they just, no, he didn't tell. They put it together. Yeah. Plus, I didn't stop. Like, when they was coming, like, open the cage, open the pin, open pin number three, open pin. No, I still was getting busy and all that shit. So. You didn't stop? No. They caught you in action? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How much cut you cut them, man? About three times. Mm. So then, what that's happened? That's all that butcher, all that bad vows, the butcher, the bloody butcher, all that. That's so that's where the shit. name the butcher came from? Yeah. From a, yeah, from that from that type of results. Yeah. So was it after that situation that the name Butcher came from? No. That's that's not. What was it? What was the situation that got you the name Butcher? Oh, we is in HDM on Rikers Island. Mm-hmm. We go to you know we in the Bing. We go to the Law Library. They let each tee out for an hour at a time. They don't want a bunch of people in there because they figure they could contain a more smaller crowd versus a bigger one. So we was in the law library. We go to the law library for an hour. My tear come out. Now we come out. I'm on my bullshit. We come out. I see a Dominican dude with a wedding band with a diamond in it. He had it on. Nigga, you nobody. You ain't nobody. Your name is nobody. You nobody. Mm. Fuck are you doing even on an island or this building? HT was crazy at that time. People was going in there and leaving, going back to their residence and body bags and stuff like that. And... I seen the ring, then he started doing a little corny, nervous shit. Like I peeped it, I said, he got, he got a little ice in the ring and all. I'm booked, I'm gonna take that. So he in the law library, now I see the ring where he tried to turn it around, make it say it's a regular bed. And I said, I got you. Now you done show me you scared. So when we leaving the law library, we coming back down the tears. I run down on him. I told him, listen, I said, yo, take that off, man. And he wouldn't listen. He act like he don't speak English. I know. So I said, you speaking, I just seen the little Ivory talking to your man in English. <laughs> you don't play stupid. Take that shit off, man. Mm-hmm. And he ain't take it off. I know, I know. So I just clapped him, I just smoked him, boom. So he he, he jerked back a little bit, tried to run. 
And I grabbed him, pulled him back, clapped him again on both sides of the shit. Hmm. So that was that was crazy. And they and then they called you the butcher. Yeah, they caught me for that. They took me to the clinic. They obviously took him to the clinic, and. The doctor that treated him just went full on me. And he's like, he's a fucking animal. You see this man face? Oh, the fuck? I hope they prosecute you. Uh, he's with crazy. I mean, I started that and I say, you going to be next. Like, fuck you. Who you? You know what I'm saying? Sick phase. I got a... I got a... Yo, you call it the sick phase. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yo, did anybody ever, ever... Uh... Ever, ever cut you up or get close yeah, to I got you? cut. It's crazy you mention that. Right? I got cut. I got scratched right here. Nine months before I came home right now, last year. How and that happen? was crazy. You know, well, homies. You know, homies always doing shit to homies and all that. Mm. And the homie sent the homie at me and cut me in Auburn. Right? I'm chilling out. I'm 20 years in my bed. I'm trying to chill out. I'm like, I'm getting older here. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Time to go home. I'm tired of this jail shit. Right. Counts and yards and fucking pay phones and all that bullshit. So I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get out of here. And that's the time when they figured my guard was lower and the nigga tried mm -hmm. me. And he cut me from behind. He scratched me from behind. He and I had a fucking rug cut, not a fucking um, ceramic scalp on me. Mm -hmm. And I wound up 10 or three homies behind. I ain't feel good about that because throughout my history being blood, a lot of them. Wind up going against each other at some point in time. Bad vibes. I went at it with two bloods my whole time being blood. I don't do that brother versus brother shit. I'm not with none of that. Right. You know, so for me to took them there, no, you drew blood. Nigga, I blooded into this. Nigga, you blood you you shed in mine. And I felt bad, like, cause I knew these motherfuckers wasn't gun ready. They wasn't war ready for me. You know what I'm saying? And it was just ugly. And then I ain't like it because the CEOs was talking about it. Ah, these fucking bad bloods. They running shit, cutting people out. Look, they cut mm -hmm. the, the wrong one. They cut this guy out roughing. Ah, roughing been in the system for... That guy is no joke. And I mean, I've been in the state. I'm putting pain all across that state. Mm -hmm. For you to do that thing is not going to happen. Why did he send him to you, though? You have to know... It was a whole bunch of politics. It would be this hood against this hood or... One dude from this hood, I had beef with another dude from another jail, and then they both landed with us, and they start pissing each other ear, get people picking sides, and next you know it's a whole big thing. Cause once some shots, once niggas start cutting and stabbing and fighting, it's not gonna stop. But you said that you were minding your business, you were chilling. Yeah, but it came my way. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This this is a time when it was like, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was like everybody's going against each other. And if you wasn't going to each other, whatever hood you was, you stayed to that. That's it. Don't ain't no mingling outside with nobody else or none of that. But yeah. So all right, so they cut you and you cut three homies at the same time. You yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Wow. You cut three homies at the same time. At the same time, right? Yeah, right there, right there. How how right. I can't see that happening? Somebody uh, sat there and let you cut them. No, it ain't, he ain't let me cut. I mean, he's knuckle up and try to fight and all that. That don't mean I ain't going to get that raise on your, one on your face. That's, that don't mean that. Three homies on their face at the same time. Yeah, at the, at the same time. In the back of all Burn mess hall, it's reported and all that. Yeah. You're the butcher. You, the yeah. name is your name. Yeah, I mean, he want to fight. Like, he, they cut me. I'm bleeding and all that. I'm now, I'm, I'm just out of it right now. I just blanked out on him and took him to school. That's basically what I did. 
Mm-hmm. You want to fight, you want to see, you want to wave. And I'm, I'm like this, I jerk, you jerk, and I squeeze you out of your face. Like, you, like, come on, this, all I had to do was touch you with this and it's over. Then you draw back and you want to hunch your shoulders up and try to come like you going to knock me out and all this crazy shit. Well, I got cut again. Like, you go, go somewhere. Like, so they trying to jump you? No, they was like, you know, spread out, you know, and all that. That's why I was able to get him. Then I popped the other ball head homie, and then the other one he run. I I like scratched him a little bit, but I felt good about that. Cause you ain't gonna do nothing to me like that and think that I'm not gonna do nothing. Well, I, I mean, especially at that point, all I went through, all I done did in the state for you to put a razor on my face and you think that I'm just gonna just oh like hey like somebody else and just walk away and wear a scarf when I could get busy and feel some type of mental comfort behind that. And I knew what I was going to do. I knew I was going to tag a couple of them and they was going to be tight about it. At that time, did you still get a joy from violence? Nah. So, it, it, nah. you know. But let me ask at you that time, I, I At that time, I was really chilling out, Flip. Like, I was not running around the state, told no scalpels, no razors, till, you know, I sensed attention prior to this incident. I wasn't doing none of that. I was actually chilling out, I was programming, getting little trays, staying out of trouble, you know what I'm saying, shit like that, staying out of the boxes, and enjoying being in population after being in the box for so long. Cause like a third of my bid was in SHU. Did a lot of time in the box too. What caused you to do time in the box a lot of time? I was just acting up. I was not trying to hear none of their rules. I came up with 12 and out of 25 years. I was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that. I'm thinking my life is over. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm looking at that. I'm like, what? Nah, I'm like, if I'm going to die, I'm, I'm going to die on my feet in here. Like, I'm not going to be a nobody or just a den number or something in the Department of Corrections. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. You said earlier, a couple of minutes ago, that a lot of things happen to you. Can you walk us to some of the most painful things that happen to you? Because there's no articles on it. I mean, and, and, and you know, when we asked about you, I, I asked about you, I said, yeah, you the real deal. But you said a lot of things happen as far as the system. Or like, what happened? What can you tell us that happened to you? Go down the line, because this is a platform that, you know, because you said, I'm not, you said, I'm not looking for any sympathy. Sympathy. Cause. It ain't no sympathy. Cause. But you, I put myself there, but at the same time, I understand the way society is set up. They got a structure in this little paramilitary system, what they identify as prison. Mm-hmm. Everything in prison, nobody in society in this, in this day and time will believe that everything is so healthy and upright in prison. It's not, it's disgusting in there. I endure it a lot. I done been starved, I done been tortured, I done been, whatever you want to call it, Flip. If I was a weaker motherfucker with a, a jello spine cord, I'd probably sit in the art building in Kings County after the state released me there type of shit. But yeah, I done, I done been through some shit with them, with them white folks up in the mountains with them uniforms on. What did they, can you give us some, when you say starve, why did they starve you? Well, they don't put, I was put in the cell with nothing in it because you know it's a cell they got a toilet just connected to a sink and really nothing else but a bunk and they might have a shelf for you to put books on nothing else is there and they control all the plumbing from the back so it don't pin it, 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 it might not be a direct confrontation with 
you and the officer. It just may be it's it might be something so simple as they don't like your aura. So they don't like your aura. You're not scared. You're not you know the eye contact. You know they you ain't looking to the floor and all that. That bothers them. So they'll take you through it. They'll turn your water off, turn the electricity off, and leave you in a cell with nothing, with no communication to the outside world. Only way people get you get contact with you, Flip, if they send you a kite, send you a letter, and if they want to give it to you, you'll get it. Hmm. And you in a box, and so you ain't getting no phone calls. That's that's a restriction. You that's that, or somebody come see you. It's the only way. Once they, if nobody's coming to see you, you can't get that mail. That's not get that to, to the office. You listen, put that in the mailbox. Make sure you put that in the mailbox. Make sure stamps. You cut off. You don't ever know what they doing to you, when, how, or if what. It's whatever they choose to do. And they taught me a lot. One of the strongest me- uh, lessons they taught me, and it's applicable to everything in life. The white folks taught me up there. They say you do the you do the right things in the wrong way. They said, with us, I put them out there one time. I see, y'all some dirty. I see, you know, it wasn't like I'm trying to charge them up. I'm like, yo, I done been through it. Y'all know I'm seasoned. But y'all some dirty, dirty motherfuckers. Like. I said, ain't my fault. They said, you do the, wrong, the right things in the wrong way. We do the wrong things in the right way. It took me a while to process that. I saw, yeah. Then I started identifying it. Mm. That's when I started being able to find my way right up out that motherfucking prison cell and that system. They starved you, you said. Yeah. Starved me, freeze me out. Like, they'd take me on a court trip, and I might be coming from upstate box all the way down here to Brooklyn, the city, and they'd wait till I get, like, up by Plattsburgh, way up in the mountains and all that, and they'd open all the fucking windows in the uh, caravan, open all the windows and start throwing water. Hmm. Why? They wicked, Flip. They, it don't have to be. With me, it's my record, my disdain record, my name, every prison I've been to, every max prison I've been to, I've been a problem. The Department of Corrections knew who I was. I was not no silent presence in there. So it's like if I do go to another facility, all the assholes or what they call the renegade officers, it's going to be on my body to see how they could get under my skin, if they could get me to react, or to try to just line me up where they could keep me in prison for the rest of my life. Because it could take one incident and you're done. Especially with the time that I had. Mm-hmm. For me to get another 10 or even 7 or even 5 on top of that, I'm done. Wow. They do water on you. Mm-hmm. Um, Stalled me. Man, beat me. I'm to my... Now I'm not talking about no regular just come, okay, listen, we're going to do it because you're not going to put me down. Like, I'm talking about sneaking yourself, put the little thing, don't open it manually, put the little key mm, where it'll be more of a silent, open the gate, and you just open it. Mm. They sneak in there and beat the shit out you or if you want point or not. But it, it's been crazy. There's nothing you can do about it. No. Nah, I mean, you can write a grievance. They got little processes that they do that you can write agreements so you can write outside of a so I used to do that a lot and I used to have my family like when I had them call a lot mm. to make sure listen call I don't know if the letter I got and all that they know when I write I write I'm a writer too okay. they know when I write I 
I'm gone. Like, and I know that law, a little bit of that law and all that too. So I start quite I start quoting statues and all that stuff. Okay, yeah. I ain't been in here just sitting there doing your time. Mm-hmm. I've been reading these old dusty books with this law in y'all law libraries too. So I have a question. Did you hear about a story in prison, in jail, where a man cut his girl on the on the visiting floor with her earring and after he cut her I heard it because she was messing with a CEO. I heard it's been hard for him. I think he's home, they said, but the Latin Kings talked about him. And But my man said reached out to me and said he was home. But it was a guy that they said that he cut his girl with her earring. A earring? Yeah, like took it off her ear because she was messing with a CEO and he cut nah, her. Nah, I know. I don't shit like that. Mm. With an earring? Nobody be playing games like that. With an earring? You, if you get, when you use an earring from, you could easily get a razor from anywhere in prison. Mm-hmm. But fuck you, it. So what that's called? Story do? probably was, 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 was yeah. Ain't no, true. yeah. I never heard no shit like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Earring? Fuck you, gonna do with that shit? That's how you could do it with a little bubble raise, like little shaving raise. Motherfuckers run around prison trying to cut a person with that. It's gonna break the skin, but two, three days, that shit gonna be gone. And more than like somebody gonna break your neck, even just putting that on them like that. Playing with them. Yeah, you don't do that. Um, so upstate, so. You've been starved and beaten, and um, you worked your way out of it. Um, you feel like the system isn't any good. No. Because you said you've been through a lot. Well, these are the worst things that you've been through that you've been I done been beat in Attica. I done been beat. And it's crazy. My wife would tell you I got the cassettes. Because every time I got beat bad like that, like really fucked up, fucked up, I sued them, and I got money out to the state. And when I sue them, when I go through the discovery phase, I get all the documents that say, if I file for a lawsuit pro se myself, they're going to restrict through confidentially going reasons what, how much they're going to give me. Well, if the lawyer do it, I get to get all the videotapes, the footages, and documents and all that. So uh-huh. I got that, and I wound up keeping it in my personal property to when I came home. And they sitting right on the, on the table right now. I just never watched them. And my wife done watched him. I said, you, the shit that you going to see that these faggots did to me. Can't say that word. I mean, excuse you, me. You, excuse you, me. I should that. Yeah, it's okay. The yeah. shit that these dudes did to me is going to bother you. I don't care who. You might not even know me. If you see that, right. you're going to feel something about that. Unless you totally numb. How was it on tape? I'm, I'm confused of how was it on tape. Well, I'm chained down. First of all, I'm chained down like a. Backwards, like hog chained down, chained between my leg, at the shackles, and you see officers just coming out of all down the tier with sticks, and they start hitting me with the sticks. Then they take the stick, and you know you got the chain, it's a little chain. They take the stick and stick it up between my arms and then bend it, like trying to like break both of my wrists simultaneously. And they actually, I'm a big dude, so they actually got these big COs picking me up with the stick off the chain and carry, you know how painful that is, man? Mm. I don't care how you gonna, ah, something, you gonna let something out, but that is very painful. Then they drop me like that. Then they try, they run my face into the wall and the scars, they're like, I'm like, it, it's just, it was crazy. Very crazy. Do you, nobody deserves that, but. They do it, and get away, all they gotta do is lie. On paper, all they got to do is lie. Because what they say is the truth. What I say have to be proven to be the truth. Hmm. So until that time come, whereas I'm proving to be telling the truth, what they say is what it is. All they got to say, I tried to hit them. Or something of that nature. 
So these tapes that you that you got at home, they're tapes of what the people inside did inside the prison incidents that happened inside the prison. How many tapes are there? There's three tapes. VC they VHS VHS tape they all that old. I understand. So one was they, they the hog tie. What was mm-hmm. the other two? Uh, upstate box. Same thing. Altercation when I come out, they close in on me, push me all on the wall, start fucking with me and all that shit. But it's on all the tapes. And two of them is two lawsuits I won. The other one I lost it. I think I ran out of time. Like far as the statute of limitations, I think it ran out of time and I didn't get them all time. And it's crazy because you got a lot of deaths that happen upstate. And I want this is what I wanted to it's really wanna come here and put out there. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get it off my chest and out of my out of my chest. It's fucked up that it's a lot of people that died in custody in all them facilities upstate and their families is out here with a lie or far false what happened with these guys' deaths. No, the story. You could YouTube and see the stories about upstate, the deaths, this, that, this. A lot of them that I tell you, my wife would tell you, I said, babe, I know about that. And I know more. I've been in the system for 23 years. What haven't I seen ugly on that other side of that wall? Did you try to inform the family? I don't know the family. I just know this happened to this person. This tear by going round this day, this is what happened. Deaths in there is something high. Whether it's death by one of us, whether it's death by an officer, whether it's death period. Because some dudes go in there and go to sleep, nothing wrong with them, and they don't wake up. Mm-hmm. Or they might have been in there so long with their health start deteriorating. You already going to get bullshit medical attention anyway. So eventually if you your body don't hold up, you're gone. So deaths are high in there, and I remember all of them. A lot of them are lies. Are you, would you ever talk about which ones are lies, or you feel like that'd be like snitching or something? No one, no family living no lie. And if that's like me, even if it wasn't a platform for that, and if I just even knew the families, like I want them to have a decent closure. Right. I don't want you to say, I don't mm-hmm. care if it was 98, 2008, 2005, 2000, whenever, I don't care how long ago, you deserve the truth. decent closure. And I don't like the fact, the same way like, the system don't like when we, they say we lie and we get them and manipulate and I don't like the fact that y'all doing this under that banner of the Department of Corrections and you're actually getting away with it. And it's wrong. What you gonna kill a person in there for like that for? Mm. Like, come on, man. And I actually, doing a T, I seen one of them. So can you, I mean, what's up? I mean, what, do you want to talk about it? Like, what, 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 like, that's the question. All right, spring of 1998, Attica Box. Me, I'm upstairs on the third floor. I believe SI and was downstairs and Brown was downstairs. They had a guy that came from reception. Renegade, militant, he ain't with none of that. He come through reception, a female officer played him, or tried to play him, he knocked out in downstate reception, knocked her out, boom. Being that you just come into the state like that, and they, hold on, you come in state, and knocking CEOs out? They send them to what they 
it was the worst jail at the time in the state of New York. One of the worst. Excuse me. They sent him to Attica, top floor. That's all the badasses. Nobody want to follow the rule. Sent them up there. Come up there, they start fucking with him. I was up there for like seven months. They kept fucking with him. He wouldn't, he wouldn't break. Same thing, starving him. Don't want to give him his mail. You know, bitch in the box, you got to depend on them to give you the linen for the little beds and all that. They don't want to give you the linen, so you got to sleep on just the mattress. Then you might be in front of a window. They just open the window. Knowing it's cold, you up there by Buffalo. We in the mountain. They open the window and leave the shit open. You know what I'm saying? They call it bleeding you out, freezing you out. Just try to make you crack mentally. So they, they took them through all of that. I watched it. Then one night, it was shower night. So, you know, it's like every odd cell comes out for a shower, coming down the tier. When he comes out for the shower, we tell him, too, because mind you, we done been around like, yo, be on point, man. We tell him, in fact, don't even come out yourself. The way they fucking with you and all that, mm-hmm. this thing itself, bird bath, wash, you know what I'm saying? Don't. He comes out of the cell, goes to the shower. Next thing you know, we hear the, the alarms inside the facility. And they, eh, eh. What's going on? They bring the dude back to make it seem like it look good for the record and the cameras is there. They bring the dude back down to tell, oh, he's just resisting, stop resisting. Take him back in the cell. Take, man is dead. I watched him flip. When he's passing by my cell, I'm seeing this dude's face is perfect. When I know when I see a body and there's nothing else left inside the body. The mm-hmm. kid, there was probably, they dragging the body. Is lim- I'm like, yo, this is crazy, man. And it took him right here, stop resisting. This to make it look at the cameras is there. Stop resisting, or take him back in the cell. Oh, he don't want to shower. Just write down refusal. They fronting for the cameras. It sounds good though, right? Oh, he, he don't want to get off the floor, but the dude is lifeless. You know, choked him out real quick and brought him back to the cell. The next thing you know, 20 minutes later, here come the nurses come, all of the top nurses that sit around do paper. They want to come up there with their little things. What happened? And take him out of the cell, take him to the clinic. That kid was gone, though. They choked him to death. Choked him to death. What was his name? Uh, Lion. That's that's His name was Lion, but he's a, he's a cousin. See, that's how I know that he's a cousin of a comrade of mine. And the family don't know how he died. No. They probably saying, they probably believe in the typical lie that the Department of Corrections say. They say a person hung themselves. That's a lie flip. So he he got choked to death. Yeah, because it looks good, but see, if you don't got the bread to get the proper medical examination, right. of course a choke, if a person hung themselves or a person getting behind you and putting a baton, locking a baton around your neck and feeding you out till you're gone, right? It will look the same, except for it will have distinct, distinctive patterns, okay, if it was a stick or if it was like a rope or something. Mm. But people ain't doing that. They're going to go off of what the chaplains and whoever calls the families of these deceased. Oh, your son hung himself. I'm sorry. This is our third wound. You can clean the body. If not clean the body wound, this I'm sorry. I've seen condolences. Or the preacher or chaplain is going to call you if you need us to assist you. It's typical bullshit, man. Give us another one. There's another one that you that you that you're aware of that this is this a this another one too. They had an older guy that had some time in the system. He in Clinton Box first cell. That's he died in that first cell. I walked by that shit a lot of times, and I always remember that shit. He's in his cell. Older guy had mental problems, a little loud and boisterous and all that. 
officers wind up going inside his cell, because in Clinton box is crazy. There's no box designed like that, because you could come from the back of your cell. It's the back, then it's like a, like a little cubby hole. It's one door, a little cubby hole, then it's another door that can come to yourself in the back, or they can come from the front. Nighttime, that should be dark. It looks stupid and crazy and all that, but they wind up creeping through the back through there. Why, knowing this, this man got mental problems, they go inside his cell and start stuffing his nose with mm. tissue and all that type of shit. After, you know, they, they take these psych meds, and these psych meds are nothing but sedation pills. So once they take the psych meds, they go sleep for two, three days. So if you packing a person, yeah, you ain't know what it is. You doing that, and man is knocked out, he took his medication, what do you think gonna happen? By the time breakfast time, when they bring the trays around, they ain't gonna be dead. And that happened. It's nasty up there. Do you know his name? Nah. Cause my, I don't know these people. I just know this type of shit that was happening around me. Okay. You know, that, that, that the state just. That's two you gave us. It gotta be another one. I wanna hear it. Well. So I know a lot of souls too. Mm-hmm. Out of unprovoked souls. Do you feel like you said you sued the system twice and you won? That's because you had proof. You had a lawyer. That yeah, I had you? a lawyer. I wound up shopping. You know, going to the um, the lawyer's diary. Cause I told you, I'm I'm kind of savvy. I know my way around them law books. I'm not no lawyer. I'm not no paralegal. But I could I could show you. I know I go through them keys in the law book. Oh, okay. So I go into the the lawyer's diary, and what I start doing, I start shopping for lawyers. I start picking certain ones, pick them, pick them right, send out letters, because they free. Mm. And I send them out, this is the case, send them a couple of documentation. They'll write back if they're interested. I happen to get lucky. I wind up having to get somebody that was going to take my, my case. And I beat them twice. Twice I got the state. Now, once I got Rikers Island for that, for that shit there in that article, when they had beat me down there, and once upstate, and I lost the other third one. They, they beat you in Ireland. Yeah, they beat the shit out of me in Ireland. Now, are they able to uh, block the mail from the lawyers like that? If, they, if, they, if you're writing them and mm. arraigning you, are they able to stop those from coming in or no? They can. If they don't send it like direct certified mail where I gotta, you got to bring the card to me, then I got to sign it, then you give me my shit, yeah, they can, they can. But still, just because certified mail receipt don't mean nothing. Right. They can still, you know, it's it's games, everything. How do you think the system could change? Like, how do you think that? What do you think needs to happen? I mean, because a lot of these guys, as well, are uh, you know tough guys. You know, what I mean, uh, that a lot of youths that go through a lot that don't really follow rules. But what do you think is the medium? Uh, I think it's more of a. The the you know what I understand why it's a lot of clashes with us in the system is that you got people in there that try to do too much. Mm-hmm. They try to do too much. Number one is we show them y'all don't run these jails. We in there. Mm-hmm. We run these jails. We only gonna allow the control of the situation as we want it. If not, all we can do is be disruptive every day, all day, do what we want to do, and what you going to do? Lock us in the cell for 23 hours a day? We done been there and done all that. Hmm. What you going to do, tack more years? Okay, you got six months in the bank. 
or you got six months in a box, or you got six years in a box, or you got 22 years in a box. What the fuck it means? I knew once I got nine years in the box, I'm not going to get out of here. Who's going to do that? So it's like you just take on that attitude. And with me, I, I just didn't give a fuck. I ain't going to hold you. I didn't really give a fuck about too much or nothing. And that's my action show. What was the most painful thing you've been through before we move on from this subject? Just losing everything. Like my family and all that. When I left to go, when I first got arrested, everybody was here. When I came home last year, everybody gone. That bid took a lot out of me too. Like it took a lot out of me for energy. Not only just my time. Cause I went in young. It took a lot out of me too. Like physically and all mm-hmm. that took a lot. I, I'm, I'm still strong and healthy. There's nothing wrong with me, but it took a lot. Like to be able to relax without having a, you know, it's it's right. just it's still adapting to that. You know? Well, just get up and go. Like I just get up and just. That's the most greatest freedom of me. I just get up and just go sit downstairs. I might mm-hmm. go downstairs or just walk to the store and just come right back. There's something simple like that that just means a lot to me. And people don't understand it because I mean, I was in an area where I couldn't even go nowhere. I couldn't go from here to there for mm-hmm. a long time, very long time. They're stuck. So. That's crazy. Yeah, so, so speaking about family, you said, you know, that, that's something that – you definitely had to deal with, you know, being away from your family. Yeah, I'm for still a long dealing time. with it. But I'm like, still. um, when did you meet your your, your wife? I met my wife when I came home. Like, I came home, I seen her on the on the book and all that shit. I got the contact, and I was over there ASAP. What? Yeah, because I ain't seen her in a while. So when I seen her, I'm like, oh shit. Mm. So I went over there and shit. So she when when you met her, she she knew she knew your. Your history, obviously. She yeah, that's you know, he, he, he said that he knew his wife for about twenty years. Over twenty Prior. years. Yeah, yeah. Over twenty years because so, the incident happened with the Jamaican. That she. Or was she, in it? Yeah. yeah, yeah that was ninety five. That was yeah, June so twentieth, nineteen ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Ninety two, ninety three. Oh, I know for over twenty years. So, so how does she, you know, uh, commit to you in a relationship? Like, how how did you get her to? No, knowing knowing your past and your history and all that, you know, like what what made her wanna She's a good woman and we like before anything turned like intimate and all that, we was cool. Like it was nothing, no crazy stuff, but we was like real right, right. cool before it started turning to like the attraction and all that. Mm. But we was like cool, huh? her sisters, her mother, I mean, but we just cool. We we rock like that. So Was it a case where you liked her or loved her for a long time? Yeah, I used right. to think I told her too. I told <laughs> yeah, I was in my cell. I used to be in my cell thinking some crazy shit about you <laughs> and thinking about you, period. And I used, it's crazy because I used to be sending, when I was in a box, I used to send out, I, all I had was pen and paper. Y'all hitting keypads and all types of shit. I had pen and paper. That's all I had to work with. I'm writing and always at the end of the letter, I was telling her too. I used to get tight too. I see the people that I was sending messages to, like, yo. Why you ain't tell her seven years ago I was trying to contact her mm. in all this and y'all never said nothing? I told her, I said, I was telling people to try to get your number or something and all that. Nobody wasn't saying shit. Like, like you moved from Crown Heights to Bed Style and now you like you fell off the face of the map. Then when I get home, I find out they they chilling together. She's seeing them and passing and all that. I'm like, yo, really? 
why you ain't tell her what I told you seven years ago? Real love. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. See, you get happy when it comes to that. Yeah, it's my family, man. Yeah. See how it changed that real quick. Yeah, it's my family, man. Yeah, yeah, I see the happiness. Um, You know, you adjusting to society now, is it hard? Yeah. I ain't going to lie. It's comfortable, but it's hard. Because I'm not, I'm not, what I'm doing now falls legally like legit I never did it before in my life like I never punched no clock I never got up and four in the morning get ready to go to work and I never did that but I did it because of who I am now I did it mm. but it's not hard I mean it's not it's it's very hard it's not easy because I still find myself out of place like, I feel like I know I'm working and like I don't like mingle with people I don't no, I don't have no type of rapport or no type of relation with. I really don't. Right. Yeah. When you came home, um, what was the one thing that 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 kind of like you saw that you didn't see before you went in that kind of shocked you, like as far as like new stuff like, in, in, the, in the neighborhood or new technology or something that, that you saw? That everything, was like, everything, everything through me. Everything like my neighborhood too, like Crown Heights, Franklin Avenue, where I'm from. It's always been like. A predominantly West Indian Caribbean community. It's the second largest West Indian community in New York City. Right. For me to come home, not only when I come home, because you know, for years now, people were telling me, you know, it's you know, gentrification, you got white folks and pooper scoopers, and do it. <laughs> I heard it, so I'm like, yeah, man, fuck out of here. Okay, a pooper scooper. What the fuck? Mm. I ain't never seen no pooper scooper in the hood like that. But when I came home and I seen it, and not only that, but the statement on top of that, I'm standing. In the hood, over there talking about a couple of my peoples that run their little ice business and all that. And I had a white person. Mind you, I'm born and raised. I scraped my knee and knocked the tooth out, all that on this block around here. A white person asked me for a light. Like, cordially, I asked He see me smoking. You, uh, you had a light? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I gave it to you. I said, you keep the lighter, man. Oh, you sure? Yeah, well, you, you keep the lighter, man. You good? Okay. <laughs> all right. You know, but that threw me off too. I'm like, I never seen no white folks running like that. Hmm. Never, never, right? Like she said, <laughs> never. I was born in a hospital right up the block. I had a part. My great grandmother part me there. My cousins there. I used to live over here. I used to live over there. I used to live on Bergen. I used to live down here. I've been in that whole neighborhood my whole life. I've never seen it. Hmm. Probably hospital like back in the days. The hospital workers. They used to work in there. You would see them come out, get lunch, and go right back in. But falls running around and mm. and technology threw me to all that. I had to learn that 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 phone and all that. Right, right. You've been in there for 20, 20 years. Twenty three years. Twenty three years. And then you get like when when we talk about it, your your, your mood changed once again because it's just the shit you've been through, man. You just trying to like. Are you trying to forget about it? Are you trying? How, how I ain't gonna never forget about that. Never forget about it. Mm. Went in jail, twenty one, came out at forty four. It's a long time. Man. Mm. I did thirteen years of that in SHU. Sure. Again. 
it's all up to me. Everything I put myself in, every situation in life I put myself into, it's always been me. And it's always been me that can liberate myself or free myself out of a situation and make it better or make it worse. Right. I don't, I'm not destructive. I'm not going to destroy myself or nothing I love or nothing around me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like Solomon and push the towels down and they fall on me. I'm not doing nothing. If I'm going to push them, they're going to fall on somebody else. They ain't going to fall on me and mine. Right, right. But it took it took some adjusting. This... It ain't, it ain't easy though. So knowing what you know and and, and going you know um, going through what you've been through, do you do you feel like you would change things when, when you were younger if, if you can go back in time? No, nah, because like I wouldn't would be like anything? right now. I wouldn't be able to see what I see right now mm. if I didn't went through what I went through. That's the thing with my aunt. My aunt, when I speak to my aunt a lot, she always reminiscent because she's like the only last like her. My uncle is the only two like left out of the whole so she's like you missed a lot and in my wisdom I always I I give it to her I say you know what I did I missed a lot mm-hmm. but maybe it wasn't meant for me to see this part what I missed wow maybe it wasn't meant for me to see that maybe it's meant for me to see at this point forward that's real <clears throat> like she you know she oh but you know Okay, events, situation, activities, trips to oh, okay. You can set that up. Like it's not like I'm gone or nothing like that. I'm here now. Yeah. You know, and far as family wise, I'm here now and I'm reaching, I'm pulling these generations. I'm trying to pull my little nieces and nephews and get them right. So because they missed a major part of my life. So when I left, they was crawling on the floor. I come back, they grown and hmm. Tell my yo, what's up? I'm looking at him, man. He can't be serious. <laughs> Out of here, man. Come here, though. Like, yeah. So. I have a final question for you before we get up out of here. Is there anything that you want to express to the people, to the world, you want them to know um, as far as what's going on with you or how you feel, or even about your past? My past is 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 painful. It's a part of me. It's like I can never separate myself from my past. It's, it's what I've done, and responsibly as a person, I've done it. And I can't separate myself from the past, but I could recreate today and tomorrow and being a better person than I was in my past. I was ugly, like very ugly, man. Very. Hmm. Real, real story, man. Um, you know, what well, I'm worried about now is just me. Like I, like my situation now is that I'm like every other American, every other person here. Like I want more money, mm-hmm. and I just want to be free and live my life and raise my son. Let's That's talk about it. that because you know I definitely want to close out on, on that note as well. You know, you came in here today when, when we first met you. You know, it was it was it was all smiles. It was all you know. It, it was a definitely. It was no bad vibes when you walked in here today. You nah, know what I'm saying? it was no nah. bad vibes at all. Everybody said that. You, you know, you, you, like, um, yeah. especially with 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 the new bundle of joy here. You know, what I'm saying shout out to you. Want to shout out to your to your, yeah, to your shout kid out and my junior. You know, what I'm saying yeah. junior. You, you want to yeah? Let's, let's get him on camera real quick. Yeah. Definitely a blessing, man. You want to you know congratulate you and your wife on your on your on your new uh, you know. Give me a stink stink. 
It's your first one, you said, right? Yeah. First one. Congratulations. I don't pause for that one time, too. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it. How's it feel being a dad for the first time, man? Nah, man. Ain't nothing like it. Man. Nothing like it? The late nights, all that. Ain't nothing like it. We hang out. Did you think that you, uh, when you was in there, did you think that you ever have a, a, a son? Yeah. A child? Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted a boy. Like, he, he gonna always carry my name, so. Yeah, facts. Yeah. I see, I see, it. I see he makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, 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 my little man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the good vibe right there. Yeah, man. Well, we want to appreciate you for pulling up today. Stop. Yeah. Little vibes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good vibes. <laughs> Good vibes. <laughs> um, That's dope. Definitely, I want to um, say that, um, that like, you know, the emotion is up and down, up and down, but, you know, um, do you think you suffer from PTSD? Do you think you suffer from that? Yeah, yeah flip, like, from all that, yeah, just that box time alone, like. You know what it is to be in a closet, like just there, and they just feeding you through the closet. Just nah, I know you can't, but it's hard to speak than to endure, and not only that, but to survive it. Man. Like, that's why I told you, some of my freest moments, just the goal where I want to. I don't care if it's just down a flight of stairs and back up. Sound crazy, but I can go. Like mm. I'm not restricted or. Excuse me, sir. Could I go down to tier and get get a pack of cigarettes from Flip? No, it ain't none of that. I could just mm. do what I go, you know. And that's rewarding, like that. That's life. Well, yeah. we want to thank you for pulling up today. Yeah, I appreciate you. Shout my man, Bad Vibes. We about to uh, sign out. Yeah, man, yeah. bliss, man. Uh, little vibes and what, what did what did your wife call him? Baby, Baby slasher. slasher. <laughs> nah, Baby slasher, man. Yeah, man. Wow, man, you know it's it's it's, it's crazy because people that are deemed with your record and mm-hmm. you know they think that you guys are, are, are you know what, you do we a, we not we not human yeah not human yeah that's how they describe we human you. we just we do bad things it don't mean we bad people though man yeah like, nah you look happy because it's not like everybody I come across they want to do something to me or they want to call a car nah people fuck with me man like mm-hmm. well, okay G. Yeah, you know, this another episode, man. Definitely, uh, for me, it took it took a turn that I didn't know it was gonna go in a di- this direction. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But not not as a bad thing, but you know, I kind of. And I'm relatable. No, 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 no. I just, oh. you know, I think this show just took a turn as far as more more of a serious note. Like we can, we kind of got like sucked into the story, and you know, hearing yeah. your story and things that you've been through, kind of just set out tone a little bit, little little bit lower. As far as uh, the energy wise, but it's still a good show. You know what I'm saying? Good, good content, good stories. Uh, I feel like it, it was definitely good to hear the stories. Yeah, y'all energy is definitely good. Like with Flip, when he, and I was like, "Yo, you know how to be in the closet." I see he's real pensive when he's like, "Nah." Yeah, I mean, cause yeah, yeah, I, I, I know, but you you tried to get there, like, but yeah, you nah, like, nah, I can't. I got stuck into the story. You yeah, know what I mean? I, yeah. I, that's what I mean. Because like, you, was, you can't, with with all due respect, you can't really hide your pain. Your eyes say it all. You can't. A lot of people. A lot of people have the gift of gab, and a lot of people that mm-hmm. we met, 
But I don't think you can't really hide it, man. Even when I don't want to hide it. Though. Yeah. I don't want to hide yeah. it, man. Life ain't about just all pleasure. Then it won't be life, man. Hmm. You know, nah. He want to go to his mom. Yeah, you want your mom? <laughs> yeah, she over here looking too. She making sure, making sure you good like that. Yeah. She, <laughs> but nah, definitely, definitely, like I said, definitely a dope show, man. It, it took a, it took a turn in in a good direction. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm definitely happy to to have you up here and hear the stories and what you've been through. And yeah, you know, I wish you and your family all the best. You know, yeah, we we good. You know, we good. That, that you know, on that note, man, so uh, follow us. Now. All about all him that. now, right? That's it. That's it. That's him. <laughs> On that note, man, follow the Instagram page at Flip the Script Pod at DJG Money One Five Six at Queens Flip with a Z. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. We actually switching to Thursdays now to uh, Fishbowl Friday, so we're gonna work on that. You know what I'm saying? Keep it updated on that. You know what I mean? So uh, you can't come. You can't come uh, uh, take over the karaoke night anymore. Sorry, sir. Karaoke? Oh, yo, yo y'all talking? Yeah, some yeah. Um, you know, um. Interesting story. You know, sometimes they hit it uh, that the system let a lot of us down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's touching. You know what I'm saying. Um, I went to the board five times before so they let me out. They made me prove myself for five times. 2010, 12, 14, 16, 18. And like I said, I was chilling. Like, I ain't gonna lie, like 2012, I get at to him. I was fucking up here and there. But like 2014, 16, good. When I went 2014, they really disappointed me and my family at the time because they was like, yo, he been there all that time. Like, let him out. What, y'all, what else y'all gonna do? He's not the same person. Right. So they act like they was gonna let me out and they fumbled on me. They denied me, gave me another two years of my release. Hmm. And this time I'm not doing nothing. I'm programming. I getting. I had a fight and have a fucking ticket and I don't know how long. That shit bothered me. Man. No cutting nobody. No cutting nothing. I'm to my chill out. I'm just chilling out, balling, going to gym, working out, doing nothing. Just counting the clock down to get up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. And they shitting on me twice before they actually just let me go. Five times, total of ten extra years. Fuck with them people. Man. So. You had a twelve to twenty-five. So when you yeah, get to twelve, twenty-five. So when you get to twelve and a half, you get you do you go see the board and then right then you come the, up for release. Then you come up again, depending up on up to tw- up to the twenty-five up years. Up to the twenty-five, you could be in there up until twenty-five so, or a conditional release, which will be it will be a third or so. It'll be sixteen and a half. So if you would have went up the to the twenty-five, they would have had no choice but to release you. Well, I figured by that time, if if I had continued on the path I was on. I'd have had another 25 or another 10 because they, it went to end like that. You know, they had prosecuted me, took me to court, gave me some more time, and it, it would have been no 25. Appreciate you. Well, yeah. Queen's Flip, man, definitely appreciate my man, Bad wow. Bob, for pulling out. Wow. Interesting story, man. Um, it, 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 it hit, it, it's interesting, man. Um, it's unfortunate that you had to go through all that stuff, but. Mm-hmm. You know, they say your past makes you who you are today. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're strong, you're happy. You got your son, she, your wife called yeah, him I'm Baby free. Slasher, and you free. Yeah, I'm free. Yeah, yeah. Good vibes, man. Good, Good vibes. vibes. Good vibes, man. <laughs> Yo, so it's Queens Flip, man. URLTV.TV. Um, you know, like G Money said, follow the format. Follow us, Flip the Script Pod. Make sure you subscribe and turn your notifications on. Um, remember, lock your doors. Close your window. Close your blinds. 
open your blinds. If you see a nigga like bad vibes on your lawn, hide the knives and don't be afraid to use a firearm. <laughs> 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 that that, that caught me off guard. That was that was good. <laughs>